Listen up, real estate investors, entrepreneurs, and agents. You're in the right place. Unlocking the secrets to real estate investing and entrepreneurship. Welcome to the Titanium Vault, hosted by RJ Bates III. Here's RJ. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Titanium Vault. I'm your host, RJ Bates. I'm in a great mood because I just found out right before I hit the record button that we just got a contract signed. So what a way to start the podcast with finding out you got something to make money with. Today is going to be a case study on a subject to rental property that we just took down in Anchorage, Alaska. And I wanted to use that as an example of how we utilize subject to as an acquisition strategy, how we analyze the deal, how we did it virtually without ever seeing the property ourselves in person, and then what our exit strategy is moving forward. As you guys well know, obviously from the 50 day challenge and me, here I am wearing my batch hoodie. I love all things batch. This is one of the very few case studies that we're gonna have where the property actually didn't come from a batch product. This lead came to us through our local Anchorage, Alaska motivated seller website, okay? We use Investor Carrot for our websites and this website in particular has great organic SEO. And what I mean by SEO is search engine optimization, um, partially due to the fact that there's not a lot of competition up in Anchorage, Alaska, but we've also done a really good job of following Carrot's tips as far as putting out content. There's a blog on the website. We use the templated uh, blogs that they give us as being one of their members, and we're always updating the website per their suggestions. And that has led us to ranking very high on Google in the Anchorage market for certain topics like need to sell my house fast, Anchorage, Alaska, how to avoid foreclosure, Anchorage, Alaska, things along those lines. And this one was kind of a unique situation. So it was a couple that came to us that had just bought the property, I believe three months before they reached out to us. So they barely even owned the property and and they decided that they wanted to get a divorce and they needed to sell the property so they searched need to sell my house fast anchorage alaska and we popped up very high on google went to our website filled out the information and on the form one of the questions is is what is your ideal situation essentially like what what are you looking for and in that form, in that box, they're allowed to type in whatever they want. And one of the things that they wrote in there was, we're willing to actually pay to sell our house. We understand we don't have a lot of equity. Now, one of the key things when you receive an inbound lead, like we did on this, in this circumstance, the speed in which you communicate back to the seller is a key factor if you've listened to the podcast or if you've ever heard me on someone else's podcast talk about this it needs to be five minutes or less that you're going to communicate back to them 
whether it be email, text, phone call, preferably it's a phone call and you get them on the phone and you're going to have that conversation right then and there. I did that. I was able to speak to the husband and very quickly realized that, yes, they were willing to bring money to the table, but they didn't have enough for us to buy deep enough for any sort of cash offer. There was no equity. And, and essentially that eliminated the cash offer flip scenario. Okay. But our job as real estate investors is to not only buy houses, but it's also to solve problems, right? What they really needed, the problem that they had was, is they needed to eliminate the mortgage. That payment needed to be eliminated from their lives. That's when I offered subject two walk them through what that meant. Hey, we're going to take over the payments. The deed's going to go in our name. We're going to get a power of attorney in our name. There's a purchase and sell agreement that's going to be signed that says if we don't make the payments for 30 days that you can take the property back. This is one of your levels of protection. Just walk them through the whole process. And he felt very comfortable. He felt like this was a pretty simple solution. Uh, now, the, the funny thing about this is he also had a second property in North Carolina that he was looking to sell. And, and I offered, I said, hey, we also buy in North Carolina. I'd love to talk to you about that. Now, the thing about that was it was a little bit of a remote location in North Carolina, and it was also tenant occupied. So it was already renting. Okay. So when he brought us that property, I said, hey, we'll, we're willing to do the exact same thing. Just take over the payments. We'll buy it subject to and it, would, it was going to cash flow, not as well as what we had wanted, but because we would be able to get into it essentially for next to zero dollars minus, you know, aside from closing costs, it was worth us taking a look at and making that offer. So he said, well, let me talk to my wife, soon to be ex-wife, and, and let us make a decision. They then turned around and went and did the exact same thing, need to sell my house fast, in North Carolina. They searched that on Google. They talked to another local investor there. That local investor makes the same offer subject to on their North Carolina rental property, same exact way that we were, except he was willing to put $10,000 cash in their pocket for that property. But how this helped us was it helped us with the Alaska property because now that validated what we were saying. This was the solution. Now, that investor there in North Carolina, he could only handle that property in North Carolina. He couldn't help them with their property in Alaska. We were willing to help out with both. I wasn't willing to match the $10,000 in their pocket. So we missed out on the North Carolina property. But I wasn't upset about that because this was an Alaska lead anyways. And that's one of our main markets, whereas North Carolina is not. And so this was the property that we wanted. Due to that uh, situation that happened where he spoke to two investors, myself and the other one in North Carolina, where we both offered subject to and explained it almost identically, it validated it and, and it made it a real solution for them. They accepted our offer. Now, we had to then do a little bit of due diligence, right? We hadn't seen the property yet. We really hadn't run all of the numbers. I had briefly looked over the numbers while I was on the phone with him running comps, looking at the rental rates and things like that. But I definitely wanted to dive into it some more. So I told him, 
thank you. I'm, I'm glad that you're willing to move forward with us. We are going to have to do a little bit of due diligence. So being 100% virtual in the Anchorage, Alaska market right now, how are we going to make sure that the property is in good condition? And well, there's, there were so pictures on realtor.com and Zillow uh, from the listing that they just bought it three months ago, right? So we could see that it was remodeled and in really good condition when they bought it, but we still need to verify that it's in the same condition or at least similar enough condition for us to take the property down. So what we did was we actually hired an inspector we spent the $450 and sent an inspector out there and got a full inspection report back. Uh, and it was great. It was great to see not only the pictures of the property and see what it looked like cosmetically, but also really understand where it was with the systems, you know, like the HVAC units, the heating, the hot water heaters, the appliances, the roof the foundation, all of those things were validated for us. And we realized this property is in really good condition. Really the only rehab that we were going to have to do is replace some carpet that was downstairs. And then there was a couple other little miscellaneous things. Like there was a knob that was broken on a stovetop and there was a doorknob that wasn't working. So very easy rehab to do. Then looking at the loan itself, okay, so that's the next thing that we have to do is now analyze the numbers. What is this going to look like? Looking at those numbers, the monthly payment was going to be right around $1,800. That was going to be for principal, interest, taxes, and insurance. So it covers everything. And we could rent this property out somewhere between $2,500 to $2,600 a month. So good, solid cash flow. With the property being completely remodeled, we still need to allocate some of those, those funds from the rental rates for vacancies, capital expenditures that are eventually going to come up, especially in a place like Alaska, where there's very heavy winters, and eventually you can have issues with your driveway, roof, um, anything on the exterior, right? The weather is going to really take a toll on the property. So you need to make sure you're setting aside for capital expenditures. And then also just the typical maintenance items for when there's tenant turnover, right? Like the carpet that we're already replacing. If you have a tenant that's going to come in and live for a year or two years, if they move out, you're probably going to have to replace those things. So there was enough spread there for us, but just looking at it on a baseline, not accounting for those numbers, even though we are, there's about $700 there in net cash flow a month, which is really good. And also, this is a great location for us. This is a location that we already own another property. Uh, we actually own several units close enough to this. So now we're kind of carving out an area in that local market where we're building a small little portfolio. So we move forward with the subject too. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, Pace Morby's uh, YouTube channel, we were uh, actually on his first ever Better, better Call Pace um, new little series that he's doing on his YouTube channel. It actually uh, developed from this lead itself uh, because this was a VA loan. And I had a couple of questions for him about how to do a subject two with a VA loan. And, and he knocked it out of the park. He answered all of our questions in like less than three minutes. I think it was three minutes and 11 seconds. Um, and I jokingly said, hey, man, you should come up with a series called Better Call Pace. And it came from this lead. So shout out to Pace Morby for for being the king of sub twos and, and helping us out with this one. 
Um, he actually referred his transaction coordinator that helped us with the closing on this. And, and we were able to then close after a couple of weeks. We then, you know, we made sure we opened up escrow, verified that there was no other liens on the property outside of the underlying mortgage. And then we were, we closed on it, did the rehab, not that out. And now we've got it listed for rent. We've got multiple showings on it. So this is one of the many ways that we utilize sub two within titanium investments, right? I, I hear a lot of people talk about sub two and to pay his credit, he's made it a sexy topic, right? I mean, you know, he, he walks around, he's got the, you know, the peace sign on his hats, you know, he's got excellent marketing going on and he's got an excellent uh, mentorship program going on about sub twos. Uh, but for us, we've always looked at it as that is a form of acquisitions, right? You still need to fully understand what is your exit strategy with the property? What are you going to do with it? And we flipped from sub twos. We've kept them as rentals. We've kept them as properties that we've lived in ourselves. And then we've also turned around and owner financed them. So there's a lot of different ways that you can have an exit strategy from subject to. You just have to understand that that's nothing more than just the way that you're acquiring the property. OK, I hope that this case study kind of shined a light on one of the many different ways that you can acquire property using subject to and also another way that you could acquire rental properties. Right. This is a great way that we're going to eventually build up equity in this property. Hopefully we'll see some appreciation in the area and gain equity quicker, but it's all based around that net cash flow that we're going to have every month and uh, very excited about having a brand new property in our portfolio. Hopefully you enjoyed today's episode. Uh, guys, we're like just a couple of reviews away from having a hundred five-star reviews on, on, uh, Apple podcast. So please, if, you, if you're listening on there, can you please just drop us a five-star review? And then also, if you're on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the channel, give us a thumbs up and we will see you guys next week. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening to the Titanium Vault with your host, RJ Bates III. For more info and to stay up to date, visit www.podcast.thetitaniumvault.com and on facebook.com slash thetitaniumvault. If you enjoyed the episode, please rate and review, and we'll catch you next time on the Titanium Vault.